Many of us are burned out because we are behind the chair too much. We are working crazy hours, offering after-hour appointments, and squeezing people in. And after we leave the salon, we're still working, responding to text messages, scheduling appointments. Have you ever thought about how many hours you actually spend working in and working on your salon business? I'm pretty sure it's more than 40 hours per week. In this episode, I'm talking about time, owning it, and making the most out of it. Let's go. Welcome to the Savvy Stylist Podcast. I'm Cherie Marie, hairstylist, salon owner, and hairstylist business coach. I help passionate hairstylists up their professionalism, improve their systems, and attract high-ticket clients. Every week, I'll share with you tips, stories, and strategies that will help you grow your beauty business, increase your business savviness, and shift your mindset. Ready to become a savvy stylist? Let's get to it. All right, so let's talk about time. Owning it, maximizing it, so we can get the most out of it. So listen to this scenario. You're servicing a silk press client. Your silk press service takes approximately an hour to an hour and a half to complete. Let's say you charge $85 for your silk press service. Now, sidebar, we can have a whole conversation about how much to charge for a silk press, but I'm gonna put this out there. In my opinion, the days of charging $45, $55, $65 for a silk press, those days are over. In my opinion, you should be charging at minimum, at least $75 for a silk press. Okay, back to this scenario. In this scenario, you're charging $85 for a silk press, okay? During the service, let's say the customer comes in, you get her started, she shampooed, blow dried, you're working on her, and you end up getting a text message from another client requesting a appointment. So you stop what you're doing, you stop servicing your client so that you can schedule the appointment for the future client. Then you go back to servicing your client and then you suddenly remember that you need a level four color for the next client who's coming in. And this next client is gonna be there in 45 minutes. You realize you don't have the color So you start mentally panicking and you're losing focus. And in the meantime, in the midst of this mental panic attack, the client in your chair begins to ask about the products that you're using on her hair. Your mind is all over the place. You answer her, but you're not focused. You're distracted by the stress of worrying about your next client. So you finish styling your current client that's in your chair You process her payment and you send her on her merry way. You're rushing out the door trying to make it to the beauty supply so that you can buy this color that you don't have that you need for your next client trying to do all of this before the next client arrives. You make it to the supply store, then you rush back to the salon and now you're 15 minutes behind schedule because you were late getting back to the salon. You get where I'm going with the scenario, right? Okay. It started out well, 
this situation, this scenario with the client started out okay, but it ended up a whole mess. It's chaotic to say the least, and I've been there before. I'm speaking from previous experience, okay? This scenario could have gone much better with proper time management skills, and I'm gonna tell you why. Like I said, I've been here before, and in those early days of my career, I was not as organized. And experience has taught me the importance of organization and time management. It's important for you to own your time when you're working behind the chair and beyond the chair. What do I mean by owning your time? Owning your time is controlling your time. You control how it's prioritized and you maximize it by getting the most out of it. So for me, on Mondays, I maximize my time when I'm not behind behind the chair. On Mondays, the salons are typically closed. Own your time on that day. Plan for your salon week ahead. Review your schedule. Look at who has scheduled appointments, what services they've scheduled for. Write a list of the supplies you'll need to service them. Review your inventory. Determine what needs to be filled or refilled. Maximize your time when you're not behind the chair so that you're prepared when you are behind the chair. Now, my definition of maximizing your time behind the chair means making more money during the time when you're behind the chair. Maximizing that hour or hour and a half. So if you're charging $85 for a silk press, think, how can I get this $85 service to $125 service so that I'm making $125 an hour? Your mind should be thinking about profit, profit margin, making more money. So I'm going to give you three ways that you can maximize your time while working behind the chair. Three ways that you can take that $85 service and turn it into a $125 service. One, you can offer retail products. In order to get the most return on your investment, your investment is the money you've spent on products to service clients, the money you've spent on marketing to get those clients into your salon or your suite. In order to get the most return on your investment, to make more money during that hour to hour and a half that you're spending servicing a client, offer them retail products. Clients are generally curious about what you're using in their hair, what you're putting on their hair. They're curious about the products. So in addition to using the products, show them the products, sell them the products. Usually they want it. For example, there's a product that I use, it's a humidity spray. My clients love it. I have that that product available for them to purchase because they want it anyway. Sell them the products that you're using on their hair, okay? Number two, upsell treatments. Our clients' hair, our hair, can always use a little TLC, okay? So whether it's a hydration steam treatment, a Olaplex treatment, a protein treatment, you should be offering 
and upselling treatments to your clients, especially during the winter months when the hair tends to be a little drier, it can start to shed, offer them treatments. That's another way for you to maximize your time, i.e. make more money when you're working behind the chair. Number three, you want to avoid distractions. Put your phone away. Put it on do not disturb. Stay focused and avoid distractions. It's easy for us to become distracted in the world we live in today. Phone is constantly chiming and vibrating and and dinging, alerting you of whatever is going on on social media or what's going on in the news. Turn all that stuff off and focus on your client. I challenge you to give each client your undivided attention and watch how much more productive you'll be. Watch how much more faster you'll work. If you're working faster, you might be able to take an extra client throughout the day without overworking yourself or burning yourself out. Stay focused. Avoid distractions. Now let's talk about maximizing your time beyond the chair when you're not behind the chair. I want to challenge you to dedicate a specific time to focus on your administrative task. Focus on the tasks that need to be completed in order for you to function when you are behind the chair. So my definition of maximizing your time beyond the chair means to handle the administrative tasks that need or that lead to you making more money for your business. There's three areas that you can work on when you're not behind the chair. Number one is your money. Now, what do I mean by that? You'll want to review your income for the days, weeks, months, prior to the day when you're actually working on this stuff. Are you satisfied with those numbers? Do you want to make more money? What can you do to make more money? Have you paid all of your expenses? Do you have more assets than liabilities? How much more money do you have left over after you've paid all of your expenses? Like really dive into these numbers and determine what you can do to improve those numbers. Okay, so number one is money. Number two, your marketing. What is your plan for attracting new clients if you are trying to attract new clients? If you're not trying to attract new clients, do you want to sell products? Are you marketing those products? Do you want to add more services to your service menu? Do you need to take classes? Is there anything that you can do to improve your marketing strategy? Do you need a marketing strategy? Do you have any marketing campaigns set up? The same marketing that big corporations do, Target, for example, you should have a little marketing plan too. Your business. You should be marketing your business. Work on that when you're not behind the chair. Another thing you can work on is your maintenance. So the maintenance are the systems that you have in place to keep your business moving open so like any website updates updates to your policy procedures 
reviewing your online booking system, your credit card processing system, sending out newsletters, email marketing, anything that requires writing can fall under maintenance. Take time to update and maintain the systems that keep your business moving like a well-oiled machine. You're burned out because you don't own your time. You're letting the clients run you instead of you running the business. You're the boss. You set the tone. The reality is that you need to maximize your business behind the chair and beyond the chair. Owning your time is maximizing your time so that you don't have to become burned out. I dive deep into the power of owning your time in my Own Your Time Intensive. In this self-paced intensive, you'll learn how to maximize your time when you're not behind the chair and maximize your time when you are behind the chair. You'll also learn how to create a digital product so that you don't have to work so much behind the chair. Learn all of this and more in my Own Your Time Intensive, which launches on November 26, 2021. Go to www.thesavvystylistpodcast.com today to sign up. It's time to take back your time, reclaim your time, own your time, and start enjoying your time behind and beyond the chair. Being a hairstylist does not have to be a hard, stressful road that leads to burnout. You are the boss. You set the tone for what is expected of yourself and your clients. You determine if this road is going to lead to burnout or fulfillment. You decide. Thank you for listening to the Savvy Stylist Podcast. If you've become more savvy as a result of this podcast, do me a favor. Take a moment to subscribe to the podcast. Go to Apple and leave a rating and review. Screenshot this episode and share it with your friends on social media. Don't forget to tag me so that I can personally thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you next week.